All right, guys, welcome back to the Buck Fever podcast. I am no longer solo this week. I've got Jake back on the podcast here. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about the upcoming gun season because I, I think Jake especially is pretty fired up for that to be coming up here because he's been tagged out for quite a while now. So he's going to be back behind the saddle and uh, getting ready to shoot another one. So, um, yeah, if you want to kick it off, buddy, I guess you you could start with uh, this past week because you were hunting pretty hard even after the Minnesota trip, and you had a few few things take place. Yeah, I was gonna say tagged out, but still hunting just as much as I would if I didn't if I did have a tag. Right, right. Um, yeah, so the Minnesota trip, I guess we won't go too in depth in that. It was very fun fun times with everybody. Got our butts kicked, but still had a lot of fun and made a lot of good memories. So, learned a lot. But, uh, so Noah and I came back Tuesday morning to hunt Wisconsin. And, uh, we almost got one there, which was pretty cool. So, <laughs> three bucks, two, two good ones, and one of those was really good. Um, 42 yards, just not a great shot opportunity. And, kind of ambushed us from the back didn't think he was going to come from that way and uh, i don't know it was just a fun sit though we had a good time so, yeah a lot of deer running around on your property which is good mm-hmm. and then i uh headed over back to the farm to hunt the evening and then i was going to be hunting tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday there so five days there and i didn't even take my bow out at all i took my bow out once <laughs> i'll get to that but uh <laughs> So Tuesday night, my dad and I sat together, and I don't even know where we sat. Oh, we went way down again into our marsh and saw a couple bucks, a decent two and a half, and not much going on, some fawns. And the next morning was calling for rain, like, all day long. So my dad and I uh, made some sandwiches, and we decided we were going to sit all day in our enclosed gun stand, which turned out to be really good. I mean, we were dry. We saw seven bucks, no does, all bucks. And one of our shooters, PT, at like 60 yards, um, basically running off another two and a half, which was pretty cool to see. Um, we could have shot a couple of those bucks, actually. Um, you know, they were all very close to us, so that was we had a pretty good day. It was long, long 11 hours in the, the stand, but thankfully it's very roomy in there. Hmm. So you can, you know, kick back, take a snooze if you need to. or Plus you get service, too, so that makes the day go better. For sure. Um, so, yeah, that was a wrap. And then Thursday morning, they were calling for super high winds. And so we were only going to hunt till like, 10 o'clock at the latest and then head back because there was going to be gusts up like, 40 miles an hour. And it's just basically pointless sitting in a tree in that. Um, and that I may or may not have been taking a nap in the tree. I was getting burned out a little bit at a lot of 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock mornings, staying up way too late. And, uh... So we get into the stand along the field, and I hang another set because I only have doubles on certain ones. So I've been carrying around a stand and hanging it every morning, which yeah. isn't a big deal. It's, we've been getting pretty good at it, and Dad helps me. So we get in there, and the sun, I'm looking straight east. The sun's just beating on me. I'm all bundled up in my first light. Next thing you know, my eyes are closed. <laughs> and... uh in the group text, I didn't feel it because it was in my pants and my big uh, bibs. And yep. my dad's like, man, he just shot one. I kind of like was half still asleep. Like, what, what, what? And uh, 
we only saw one doe that morning and we heard a bunch of grunting but we just got out of there we're like you know first one in 40 his first one is with the, the bow ever so um we were just you know everybody wanted to be there me and my dad and then my other uncle who hunts 15 minutes away from us he got down and came over and we gave it almost by the time we started looking almost two hours so i mean it was plenty plenty of time and we get down there and took us like five minutes to find him i mean great blood trail spraying blood he made a great shot and i was really really glad i was part of that first buck ever with the bow and he's been hunting for 40 years and he's passed up a lot of deer and he's just never really had the the opportunities i should say like i've had which i'm very thankful for and you know, I give him a lot of credit sticking that out and hunting for 40 years without shooting a buck with your bow. I mean, that not that he couldn't have, just that he was waiting for bigger ones and passing on littler deer and all that. So I give him a lot of credit. And uh, he came away with a pretty cool buck. He's like 17 wide, a little busted up, broke a little fighter. But uh, it was awesome to be a part of him. I'm so glad I was around for that. That was probably the highlight of the week, honestly. Yeah, dude, that's, that's pretty sweet. Right. And then... Thursday night, Dad and I went out again. We didn't see much. Friday comes and goes. I think we I don't even remember what we saw. Nothing worth shooting. It was kind of slow, actually. So then Saturday, my Friday night, my dad went home because he had to go back to town to work at the pancake breakfast. Yeah. And I get up there. I'm like, yeah, what the heck? So I stayed up, and I did some stuff around the farm. I went back and cleaned up, and I'm like, oh, I guess I'll sit Saturday night. I don't have anything else going on. Might as well. Maybe I'll shoot a doll. And I head into the lounge, which I'm notorious for having pretty good luck in there. Yep. And uh, it's pretty slow. I got a two and a half come through at about 4.20. So like 40 minutes before dark. Close that like right around five, give or take. And uh, all of a sudden, it's probably like 4.55. You know, five minutes before closing. And I hear, brat, 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 brat. And <laughs> walking. <laughs> I'm like, oh, boy. I don't even think I had an arrow knocked anymore. I think I was just like, well, I might as well get down now before they start coming out. And I was wrong. And uh, this doe pops into the food plot right behind me. I'm like, oh, you're really big. And all of a sudden, I'm like, here we go. PT steps out, our target buck. I'm like, oh. So I'm sending videos to my dad and you. I'm like, I wish you were here tonight because we got to stand there. We sat there Thursday night together, actually. And um, so he comes out, and he's chasing off this other buck who's grunting up a storm, which I think was the one I saw earlier. Like, he would not let him come into the food plot at all. Like, he was he was peeing on his hock. He was making scrapes on, in the tree that I was in, which was really cool. Wow. And, yeah, he's standing, like, 10 yards, quartering away, perfect shot. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's a chip shot. <laughs> so then I'm like, well, I can't get down now. You know, I'm going to bust him. So I sit. You know, I stay in there basically another half hour and wait till it gets dark before I get out of there. And then I'm thinking, like, you know, he might charge me <laughs> if he hears that because he doesn't know what I am. Yeah. Moving out of the woods, just booking it out of there. <laughs> then I get out and uh, I headed home. And my dad, he hunted the next, he hunted all day Sunday. Well, not all day, but. Sunday morning, Sunday night, Monday night, and I think he saw like two deer. So obviously the weather has a factor. It is like it was 60 degrees today. So that's obviously, I mean, 
I don't know if it's going to save a lot of deer or get a lot more killed if more people are going to go out. I mean, they're calling 50 for a high in 49 on Saturday and Sunday with lows in the 27s and 31. So right. sunny all, which is going to be nice to sit in. But Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of looking forward to it. I've definitely sat through some pretty crappy uh, gun season openers. So I'll, I'll take 50 and sunny, I guess, in that in that regard. Right, yeah, I got absolutely hammered with snow last year just ate it all day long so that was cool yeah um no i've got second pick this year and we kind of there's no real order there's no set order we do for gun season because there's uh there's six of us who go so it's hard to like say who gets to you know who just gets first pick and all that so we do like uh we we draw names we have my grandma pick out of a basket and um my uncle's got the first pick and I got second, so now I'm not really sure where to go. <laughs> uh, depends on what he picks, but we're seeing this buck on both sides of the, our property. There's a road that goes through it, so I'm I'm a little torn on where to go. But what um, do you think the conditions are going to be like as far as deer? I mean, you kind of mentioned you're not sure what the weather's going to do, but it's only a couple days away. I mean, do you think it's going to be still kind of the same that you've been seeing where they're chasing and running bucks off grunting. I think it's still a little bit of a rut going on. I don't, I don't know. It's been one weird year. I don't even know how to describe it. It's been really weird. Yeah. But I think with weather, I mean, it's going to be frosty in the morning. looks like it, you know, Saturday morning, yep. 30 degrees. They might be moving, but I don't think middle of the day is not going to be fun to sit. Um, I don't know what you guys do, but we sit all day opening day just because you never know. I mean, you know, 10 o'clock when the neighbors get antsy and they walk around is when you have a good chance of killing deer, but it's that, it just makes for a long day when you don't see deer, you know, from 8 o'clock till 4 o'clock. Right. No, I hear you. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be, like you said, frosty in the morning. So I think opening morning is going to be as good a time as any. It's going to be a lot of pressure in the woods, though those deer might start to hunker down pretty quick. But then, like you said, neighbors get up and start walking around midday. It's not bad. I mean, and we've still had some midday bucks moving around over the past couple of weeks with the rut. And like still this week or this past weekend, we were getting pictures at like noon. So, and we didn't right. have any before that, like, you know, from shooting light until noon, nothing. And then we'd see a picture of a shooter walking by a camera at noon and then wouldn't really hardly see anything that, that afternoon either. So it's, it's, yeah, it's probably one you got to sit in. Luckily it's not going to be the worst weather. So manageable. But like you said, if if you're not seeing anything that gets a little bit tough. It does, but it's also just, you know, it's opening day, you know, it's not like we're going to go and do it Sunday and then every day we hunt. So yeah. Yeah. And you're usually, uh, your opening days are pretty decent. Yeah, especially on one side of the road where it overlooks that big field. Yeah. Anywhere from zero to 30. So. And you've killed a couple on opening day. Yeah. Um, I think uh, all the three I've killed with the gun box opening day have uh, um, been opening days, so. Yeah, all on that same side of the road? Um, 
two were. One was on the other side. Okay. Two were on that field that I'm talking about. Yep, yep. Uh, one was, yeah, they were both really early in the morning, too. Chasing does, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that, that makes sense. You excited to have your 270 back instead of the muzzleloader you had to lug around in Minnesota? I mean, it would have been really fun to shoot one with it. Um, I'm definitely not counting it out, but I feel a lot more deadly with the 270. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I got, you know, five shots and that thing, uh, that kitty purrs. So I like my, I love the 270, actually. Yeah. I've never really stretched it out either. I've never had to, thankfully, but I wouldn't be afraid to. Right. Yeah, I know. I'm, go ahead. Rocket, rocket of a 30 odd six you got. I mean, that thing. Yeah, that'll. Uh, I'm hoping to put it to the test this year. I had it last year, but didn't shoot anything. So maybe. I think you're going to one over that field this year. Like, if you sit there, like we talked about. Yeah, that'd be sweet. I don't know if I talked about it last week. Um, the The new development we had there getting permission to hunt over a neighboring field um there's kind of a a farm field and ag field that butts up to our property and then just a tiny bit a tiny stretch of woods that runs along it and then you get up to the river and somebody else owns that and so this year we got permission to walk in along that property but didn't have permission to hunt it or anything well you know, my dad did some more digging and got us permission to be able to hunt over that, that field and actually those woods too. So we kind of have permission now to hunt that whole extra little chunk. Um, and so that field, especially we've got a stand that overlooks all that. And that's where you and I sat and we saw those three bucks all out in that field. And, you know, I could have had my pick of the litter with a gun in my hand uh, just so oh, yeah. happens that with a bow, you know, obviously you need a lot of things to go right. But like you said, you can definitely stretch that out quite a bit with a gun. So I think the plan might be to sit there opening day. I'm going to see if Ben wants to sit with me. So we might just sit there together. And uh, I don't know, like like we said with, you know, Minnesota and then coming back, how the standards had kind of dropped a little bit. Yours, I'm sure, are going back up, but... For me, I I don't know, man. I I might just be looking to shoot something. I mean, I think you got a lot of you got a lot of good deer on there. You're gonna you're gonna be in a good position to kill kill some big deer. I don't blame you though. If you, I whack a doe, I'm definitely whacking a doe for sure because we got a big we got a doe pool going on, biggest doe, and no one shot one last year, so it's it's got some change in there. And oh really? Oh, yeah. We decided to switch it, you know, make it a little more fun. We always have a buck pool, but we figured putting a doe pool in would really, not that it's a huge deal, but really make you think about shooting a doe before you shoot because it's starting to get that time where those fawns are darn near as big as some of those younger does and stuff. So yep, um, mostly just the nubbies is what we, you know, you don't want to shoot them. And we got a couple of just massive ones. So I think yeah. putting this doe pool out makes you think twice before you shoot and make sure you're shooting a big one. Not that, you know, we care too much, you know, whatever. I've sh- the doe I shot this year with the bull wasn't giant by any means, but um, puts a little fun into it too. Um, yeah, that's a cool aspect. So do you, you, you will shoot a doe like opening morning? Um, Depends where I sit. If okay. I sit on the uh, east side of the road where it's a field, probably. Okay. Because I feel if like... They come up, 
you know, not moving or running and just kind of feeding and I get a good shot. Yeah. But if I sit on that other side where it's marshy, I'm not going to shoot one opening morning and then trounce around down there. And Right. Yeah. I feel like we're always kind of afraid to, even though like hunting over a field, if you shot one and dropped it right there in the field, you're not going to mess up much of the woods, but just taking that shot, I feel like we've always been like, well, you know, first person to fire a shot in the morning, the hunt's going to be over and maybe... I think about that, but I don't, I don't know. We've done that before. Like when I shot that buck, both those bucks, it was real early and we sat till nine o'clock both times and we saw plenty of deer after that. Yeah. You know, they're just used, it's just a, it's just a quick loud noise that, you know, it doesn't really phase them too much. Right. I mean, how much do you think they can really pinpoint that even? Yeah, I don't know. It might just sound like a boom, and then they're kind of like, oh, what was that? And then go on with their day. You know, it's no different than a truck driving by or something like that, something loud where a truck with a loud exhaust or anything like that. Like that. Right, because we've always sort of linked, on our property anyways, you can, I mean, it's a measurable decline. Opening day of gun season, we'll see some deer, and then every day after that, it drops off significantly to the point where, you know, like Monday we could sit all day and not see a deer. And I don't know if that's the noise aspect of it or just the pressure aspect of it in general, like people walking through the woods and bumping deer. I think maybe when it comes to gun season, people don't necessarily take it as seriously. They're not worrying so much about their scent control. They're not worrying so much about bumping deer on the way into their stand. I feel like people are a little bit more reckless when it comes to gun season than like the diehard bow hunters who do everything in their power not to pressure these deer. Now I think when gun season rolls around for a lot of people that just goes right out the window. And so I think they feel that maybe more so than the loud noise. I mean, you know, when you and I were in Minnesota, we'd be hearing gunshots and sometimes we would think they came from different directions. Sometimes we couldn't exactly tell how far it was you know, somebody would crack a shot and you maybe wouldn't even hear it necessarily. Like it, I, I don't know. I feel like deer maybe can't necessarily pin that down so much. They're hearing gunshots, but I don't think they can pick out exactly which tree it came from. I'd agree with that. And you know, about the, the term, I use this term loosely, the orange army, but you know, cause I'm not going to fault anyone for getting out hunting, even if that's all you do is gun hunt. But I agree that um, you know, yeah, you're like, you're saying the diehard bow hunters like us who, you know, we go in certain ways, watch the wind, all that. It, it does get thrown out the window, but it's Wisconsin. It's more of a tradition, you know, more than anything, actually. It's almost like a national holiday. Right. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's not, I'm not saying anything bad about it, but you know, if I, if I'm bow hunting and I bump a deer on my way into my stand, I will literally like be broken up about it. Like I, I will be legitimately upset and i feel like you know people <laughs> during gun season it's like ah, oh, just get to the stand with your heater and your little debbies and don't worry about bumping them on the way in they'll come back at 200 yards and you know we'll shoot them through the shoulders and drop them right there and we'll be you know well on our way so i i, I don't know i think everybody just kind of doesn't care about that so much. And the deer really, really can feel that because it's so sudden. It just, all of a sudden one day, it just happens. And I think it almost like shocks them. 
is what I would say. Because it's not like a gradual thing. It's just all of a sudden opening day rolls around. And like you said, it's an orange army. There are, I don't know what the numbers are. I want to say it's hundreds of thousands. It's either half a million, 800,000, something like that, that are out there hunting on opening day in Wisconsin. Oh, for sure. It's it's crazy. So I think that just literally shocks their system and they just shut down. Go nocturnal and that's it. At least that's what we see on our property. Yeah, I mean, obviously, opening day is the best chance you're going to get at them. And then, you know, we go back out the second weekend. We hunt usually Thursday, Wednesday, maybe Wednesday, but mostly Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And it, it's a little different. You know, you start to see a little more deer, and they kind of kind of start getting more comfortable again. But, yeah, you know, that Monday, Tuesday is pretty pretty bare. We really don't see a lot of deer. How long do you give it before you do drives around your property? Saturday, the second Saturday. <laughs> before I started hunting, my grandpa and uncles and dad, they used to drive like Thursday, Friday, Saturday. <laughs> and they had good luck, actually. I was, it kind of surprises me, but yeah, they, they drove a lot. Right. It's, a, it's definitely a tactic that gets deer up on their feet, that's for sure, but you start trouncing around through some of those core bedding areas and, uh, you know, there's nothing that's going to make deer go nocturnal faster than that, in my opinion. And it's more so now that we just don't have a lot, the, not everybody's up there to do it the other days, if we, even if we wanted to. Right, right. I just don't have the, the manpower to do it. Yeah. What? I mean, because I'd rather just save it for one day, you know, like you said. Yeah, for sure. I know you've bumped. I mean, you, like when you guys do the drives, I think we had it in a video last year, or the year before or something. I mean, you, you see plenty of deer. Sometimes they get shot. Yeah, we killed one last year off the drive. Yeah, that's what I thought. Plenty of bucks, actually, off drives. Good ones, too. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just a different tactic, you know. Like, in, you know, some people, it's, they may not agree with it, but for the most part, it's been very humane. Like we don't ever, you know, wound one or anything. You know what I mean? We're not just shooting everything that moves. Right. Right. Still taking good shots, passing them up when you don't have one. But yeah, no, it's, uh, it's going to be a good time. Are you off the whole week or no? No, I got to work. Okay. Um, I'm off Wednesday or Thursday, Friday. I took, well, obviously, we're always off for Thanksgiving, but I took off Friday. Sure. I'm pretty sure the whole shot's off, but... Yeah, that's that's not bad, though. That gives you a little bit of a chance then. So, I don't know what the the other guys, I don't know what their plan is. I don't think they're off the whole week. Maybe. I don't know. haven't really talked to them, but I know they'll be itching to get out there. I mean, they've had... They've had a bunch of encounters and a couple shots fired. I know there was some action this past weekend. Was it this weekend? Was it Sunday? Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, we we did have uh, another buck hit the ground there. I think, I think it was posted to our Facebook account, so I don't believe it's necessarily a secret. Um, but. We uh we had another buck hit the ground. Eli connected with one um on their property in wisconsin so he's got his bow tag uh tagged out just in time for gun season so um that will be another video that'll be coming out 
in the near future. And um, we just had one released earlier this week that was of, of Colby's buck that he shot in Minnesota. So lots of content coming out. Hopefully some good stuff to come from gun season here. And, um, you know, hopefully we can get those guys on the podcast at some point, kind of share some of those stories that we've been missing over the past couple of weeks. But, um, yeah, looking forward to it. Um, anything else you want to say, buddy? No, uh, I'm just excited. Get out there, be safe, have fun. Um, you know, like I said, for me, it's more of the hanging out with all the my my cousins and my uncles and just having fun. So, yeah, that's so, that's a good thing right. to touch on. That that you know, that's the aspect of gun season that really carries the tradition and that's so different. You don't always get that with um, with, with the, the archery season. But gun season is, you know, the epitome of deer camp. Everybody hanging out, having a true deer camp. And, you know, that, that definitely elevates the fun. For sure. And that's mostly what I look forward to. You know, I'm a diehard bow hunter. I'd rather take my bow any nine times out of ten. Um, don't get me wrong. I still love shooting deer with the rifle. and I get just as excited, but there's just something more with the bow. So the gun season more of a... Um, camaraderie thing you know i just i love it i eat it up love being with everybody and just having fun telling the same stories every year never gets <laughs> yeah no i agree 100 percent. well yeah on that note um everybody have have fun this weekend be safe um and good luck to everybody we're going to be looking forward to uh, getting those texts coming through and seeing pictures on facebook and whatever people posing with their bucks going down so um that's always a good time um and hopefully we'll have a couple pictures of our own to bring you guys as well so thank you guys for tuning in and we will see you guys next time